to the Healthy Girl Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Well, first I should say, I always welcome the audience. Welcome to the Healthy Girl Podcast, but I want to welcome you first since this is your <laughs> first time on the pod. Mm-hmm. Thank you for having me. Anytime. I feel like it's so funny because we hang out all day, pretty much, you know, well, so many days a week and we just like talk all day. I mean, work stuff, but also like most of our day is just mm-hmm. like, doing whatever talking about friends people gossiping like Mm -hmm. and i feel like we need a sit down to talk about what everyone wants to know which is like i think people would be really curious about the behind the scenes of what it's like to i think from your perspective of like working with a content creator Mm -hmm. but also just like talking about our process and how we create content together because i've don't do this alone. You definitely help me so much with everything. And I think I get so many questions about, you know, what kind of tripod I use, what kind of camera, like whether I have a professional videographer crew here every time I'm filming. So I really want to give everyone the details on how we film, how we make recipes, how we brainstorm, how we Mm -hmm. come up with things, um, and kind of what the process is every day of creating content. Yeah. healthy girl kitchen no i think that'll be great i think first and foremost everyone needs to know though that even though we're work friends we're also real life best friends too we um, are so that's really nice that we're always on the same page we hang out all the time uh great minds think alike and i think that definitely applies for both of us too we are real life best friends and i feel like well when you applied to work at healthy girl kitchen i really wanted to find someone who I felt like I could hang out with and be around and not get annoyed with them because you're here multiple days a week and we spend all day together when you are here and like you're in my house like we're not at a studio we're not in an office like you come over and usually when you come over I'm like in a robe no makeup on no hair like it's like a very personal job and we spend a lot of one-on-one time together so I'm like I can't hire someone or have an assistant who's annoying, talks too much. Like I needed someone who I could vibe with. And so honestly, like when I went through the interview process, I'm like, I need to find someone who I could honestly see as a friend and like someone who I could hang out with. Yeah, definitely. And I think something that's kind of funny along those lines is we get asked all the time if we're sisters, if we're cousins, if we're related in any way, um, because we have so many similarities physically and then also uh, personality wise too. I know. That's like the number one question. Whenever I post you on my Instagram, everyone's like, oh my God, is that your sister? Like, (laughs) oh my God, is that your twin? Is that your cousin? Is that whoever? And I'm like, no, we are not related whatsoever. So we'll get that out of the way and just say we're not related because that is like (laughs) a number one comment that we get. And also, um, well, just a funny story. I mean, you know this, but Taylor's dad grew up on the same street as my mom. Right. I mean, we li- we both live in Florida now, but this was in Michigan in like a small town yeah. called Livonia. And they literally grew up on the same street. So it's just like, I don't know. It's just meant to be that this like full circle thing kind of happened. And now we work together and we have this like connection from our parents. Yeah. Um, so I think that's really cute. But yeah, so when I first hired you, 
I really liked your personality. You're very <laughs> chill and calm and I need that. Um, but I could tell you were really organized and very like type A. Mm -hmm. And I think for like any content creator who is like bringing someone on their team, you need to hire someone who either like matches your strengths or who has like complementary strengths to you. Or, you know, if there's someone who's going to be in your personal space a lot of the time, like if they're not virtual, I would say you need someone who you can more than tolerate. And that's kind of what I did with you when it worked out. And as you said, we've turned into real life best friends. And I feel, don't you feel like we got close like pretty quickly? Yeah, really quickly. Yeah. yeah I kind of just felt like I always knew you in a way. Yeah, I felt the same. Oh my God. Wow. Should we get married? <laughs> Speaking of married, Taylor just got married. Yeah. Um, I was going to like even say, I keep thinking of your old last name. Mm -hmm. I just changed your last name in my phone actually. Oh. So I'm like accepting that your last name has changed. A new last name. Um, I know. So yeah, Taylor just got married, but maybe we'll ditch our husbands and just. <laughs> we always say that we're going to do that. We always say that. Yeah. Maybe one day. Maybe if we get annoyed enough with them, they can go live together and <laughs> yeah. we'll just, we'll live together. Well, ourselves. they're a lot alike too, so. They are in like, but then also I feel like we, like you and Ari have a lot of similarities sometimes we and do. like me and Brandon have a lot of similarities. You do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like when we run out of toothpaste, Ari goes and gets us more toothpaste, just like you would go and get exactly you guys more toothpaste. <laughs> I mean, like I would eventually, but I'd have to be like really at like the end of the stick. <laughs> I like will cut the end of the tube open. Yeah. And like stick the toothbrush in before I before you go get. Yeah. It's like, how much can I get out of the tube? <laughs> well, let's kind of talk about first our process of content creation, which, you know, a lot happens on my end and like. Mm -hmm what I need to post for like sponsored videos and that kind of thing. And obviously like I do my own brainstorming, but we do a lot of our brainstorming together of like what kind of recipes we should be making, what people want to see. Um, and I feel like a lot of the time it starts on Pinterest. Yeah. We do get a lot of ideas from Pinterest and just looking at what's out there already. Um, a lot of people have asked me if I'm vegan as well. And I'm not vegan, but I kind of think that that's an advantage because when I'm trying these new recipes yeah. and new foods, I can see how it relates. Um, for example, if we're trying a cheese or a butter or a yogurt, um, how it would relate to someone who isn't vegan as well. But the content creation really starts, I think, with Pinterest, like you were saying. Yeah. And then we branch out with our own ideas. Um, prior to working for Danielle, I also ate really healthy and um, was food conscious. So I think that that helped too with creating content and helping Danielle out. Yeah, you had such a cute account. You don't really keep it up anymore, but you actually in your personal life, which I should have said too, that like you're actually a really good cook. You're really talented at baking, which like I'm not, I'm so not a baker. And I remember even, I think it was one of the first days that you were here and mm -hmm. we worked together. What did we make? Like a cornbread? Cornbread. And uh, like we came up with this recipe. I mean, let's say we're making a cornbread. We'll look up cornbread, not even a vegan cornbread. We'll see all the similarities in cornbread recipes. And then we make our own version. Yeah. So maybe we look at a vegan, a gluten-free, we look at a non-vegan, and then we kind of take all the elements and we then form our own amazing vegan, a lot of the time gluten-free version. Yep. So when we made this cornbread, you were able to like give feedback and insight and I mean, we made the most amazing cornbread on the first try. It was so good. I mean, Taylor literally taught me the difference between baking powder and baking soda. That's right. <laughs> so like, I'll admit that. And I always say like, I am not, 
I'm not a chef. Like I'm just a girl who likes to cook and eat healthy food, but like you have like more of a scientific background. So I think that helps with the baking aspect. Yeah. I think also prior to working for Danielle, I was a school teacher and I taught science for a couple of years. So that definitely helped too. For sure. So you, I, I should have said you came with your own cooking background and that definitely helps the process. So we'll look up recipes on Pinterest. We'll look up recipes on Google. We will see what's trending on like TikTok and Instagram. Maybe we see something on our feeds and then we send it to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I try not to copy what everyone else is doing. I really try to do my own thing. I mean, you know, I tell you all the time, I'm like, I, I don't want, I don't love when other people copy my recipes, like other content creators. I think it's so cool when like everyone does their own thing, but I really try to stay in my own lane because I want to keep the feed interesting for people. So I feel like you're also very creative in that. Like, let's say we want to do like a pizza recipe or maybe you want to do a Caesar salad recipe. You'll be like, well, let's do a Caesar salad pizza. And you're like good at kind of coming up with like unique ideas. Yeah, I think that's one of my favorite parts of the job, honestly, is coming up with new content and creating things that haven't been seen before. Yeah, like my um, life-changing tortellini salad. So You had been, for months, you're like, have you done a tortellini salad? Have you done a tortellini salad? You should really do a tortellini (laughs) salad. And I'm like, do you think that'll do well? You're like, yeah, it's so yummy. And then it's like one of my most viewed videos. Yeah. So I think that we really like work well to put our heads together to come up with recipe ideas and brainstorm. And you know, I mean, you can speak more to this, like how long does it take me to come up with something? Like I'm so picky about what we make. It does take a while. I know the ideation phase does take a while and the content creation phase does take a really long time because you want it to be put together well. You want to put out your best work and it takes time. Yeah. Like literally Taylor will give me 20 ideas and I'm like, okay, like, we have to keep looking like Mm -hmm. I have to think about it I really like a lot of thought goes behind each video like we're not just like coming up with something in five seconds um it really it takes a long time yeah so that's the brainstorm phase once we have an idea we'll kind of schedule it for the next time we're seeing each other right now Taylor usually comes on like Monday Wednesday so let's say we have an idea for tuna pasta salad which is something we just posted we have a note that we share like a shared note and I will put the grocery list or ingredient list on there for Taylor. She'll then go whatever store, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, Publix, whatever the store is of the day. And it really helps to have that shared note. So I don't know. I just like want to put that out there for anyone who maybe is thinking of like having an assistant or hiring someone or I think like no matter what role someone's in having like shared notes with your employees, even I think it's like honestly an easier version of a google doc yeah i think people are like on their phones way more than their computer right and i mean you could look at a google doc on your phone but i think it's easier to have like a shared note where you two can like always communicate so i'll put the ingredients of the day on the shopping list Mm -hmm. you'll go shopping i feel like we're both like pretty particular about like you're always making sure that the produce looks good and like you're never gonna pick out like an ugly pepper right like you have to keep that in mind for videos too is that you're like trying to pick out the best ingredients sometimes you have to go to multiple stores yeah sometimes you have to go to multiple stores you really want to get the best produce you want to get what's current also so that way people can always find it too when they're creating the recipe right like 
recently when I posted the udon, the peanut udon noodles, Mm -hmm. and you were sending me pictures of all the udon noodles in the store. I'm like, my vision aren't any of those udon noodles. Like they were like skinny ones and soba udon. Like they were like all different kinds. And you're like, no, 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 we need the thick ones. Like I have a vision for this recipe. So you went to like three places. Right. Until we found the perfect noodles. So I'm just, I want to like explain to everyone like how long this process takes of like from coming up with the recipe idea to like making sure the ingredients we have are like exactly the vision for the video. Because I think even like the look of the noodle could be the difference between something going viral or not. Right. No, you're absolutely correct. And I think when I am shopping and I'm going out, I have to keep you in mind and knowing you longer has helped with what I think you would want also. Yeah. You're like, you're very particular. (laughs) But no, I feel like it's like not, it's not all the time where you need to go to like multiple stores. No, not always. And I feel like on the opposite end of that, sometimes there are days where we're looking at what you have in your fridge and we're looking at what you have on your counter and we're like, how can we use everyday food that is about to go bad and make something of it because that happens to everyone in real life too. So what can we do with our bananas or if we have apples or carrots or anything that we want to use before it spoils too. Totally. I feel like that, like sometimes if we, let's say we film two videos and you're like, you know, we have an hour. Let's just like see what we have. I feel like we've done that a few times Mm -hmm. where we're like, we have extra time. Let's see what we can make. And maybe that's like a random dessert or something that we come up with. Yeah. So, okay. So send you to the store, you come back. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the process of like prepping for a video. Okay. So the very first thing I do is I take out all the groceries that I just bought. I wash any produce that we have and I start chopping away. So if I know that something has to be cut up or diced, um, I'll start with that. But first I always have to see, is it going to be cut on camera? Are we doing it more behind the scenes? Um, Because like Danielle was saying, she has a vision for what she wants the video to look like. So we want to be on the same page with that as well. Right. So we prep everything that we can in advance. Like let's say it's a life-changing salad or a big salad. We'll cut all the ingredients up so that when it comes time to actually film, everything's already prepped for that video. And even though like the video, you know, everything's simplified in the video, but like we had to cut everything up and make everything look perfect. And obviously if this person's just like making the recipe. It's not going to take that long because they're not filming the process and like it's way easier. But when we're like cutting everything perfectly and like making sure that like everything looks good, it takes a long time. And then, okay, so let's say we have everything kind of cut up and ready. Then we we set up the scene. Yeah, so we set the scene. Um, We want to make sure we always have good lighting. Um, That's crucial to our videos. And then we'll set up a tripod. And that's what Danielle will film from. And actually, so a lot of people will ask, like, what type of camera do you use? Do you have a film crew that comes in? Yeah. And nope, it's Danielle with her iPhone um, on a tripod. Literally (laughs) me with my iPhone. It's the newest iPhone, if I should say. So it's not like, you know, I'm using an iPhone 5 or something like super, super old. This is like new. I really, I want to make sure I have the best camera, but I also am like all about simple. And I think there's something about, the footage that you get from an iPhone that's almost like more relatable. Like once it's like super professional and like if you're using like professional camera, I think it takes away a little bit of that like, um, I don't know, just like that personableness that you get from an iPhone. I'm also just like, I I don't want to use the word lazy, but it's mm-hmm. easy. I would say it's really easy to just use your phone because it takes such great video. Yeah. 
So we, we set the scene, great lighting, so important, always near a big window so that we get sunlight. If you are a content creator, especially if you're doing food content, you need to make sure you have good lighting because food doesn't look good if you don't have good lighting. So you can always get an artificial lighting setup too. That's what we did for the cookbook. Right. And we light a candle. We always light a candle. Always. I know. It's like a running joke now. Like we'll have everything set up and Taylor's like, you're forgetting something. She's like, you got to light your candle. <laughs> um, but that's just like something in my videos I like to do. Yeah. But it might take like half an hour to make sure that like the scene looks good or that the shot looks good. I think that's like the food styling aspect. It's like we have a candle. Maybe we have like scattered ingredients to kind of fill the frame. Like you don't want a lot of empty white space. Yeah. And I think it also puts your own personal touch on it too. Oh, for sure. But I don't think people realize like maybe when you watch, you're just like, oh, this, you know, this is pretty. Mm -hmm. But if we took all of that away, we got rid of the candle, the scattered ingredients. Me, Like we always throw maybe like a beautiful wood cutting board to add some like different textures. If we took all those away, I don't think the video would be as appealing. No, if definitely We just not. had the food. Yeah. So then we start filming. I'm usually like standing in front of the camera, making sure that like everything looks good. And then um, it's my hands. So I have to make sure that like I'm the one pouring things in there. But Taylor will maybe be standing there making sure that like the lighting's good on the food. She's making sure that the shades aren't like dangling in the in the frame. And we're making sure we don't have like the blender in the background or anything like that. Um, like you're making sure that kind of like the details are sorted out. And then you're also helping like measure things. It's like an assembly line. Like right. we're like, okay, what do we need next? A cup of rice. You hand it to me. I pour it in the bowl, press record yeah. and then go through the video. Yeah. More of that behind the scenes. You don't really see me too often, but I'm there. I'm chopping up the vegetables, I'm cutting up different things that we need, pouring it in measuring cups and handing it off to Danielle. Right. So this process would take a whole lot longer if you weren't there, but it does take a while even with your help. So I would say, how long do you think it takes us to like make a recipe? Two hours? Yeah, about two hours. Yeah. I, I mean, from like starting to cut the vegetables to like the last shot. And now we kind of have like a, we have a system down mm -hmm. where we're like chopping, prepping, setting the scene, filming, last shot. I do a, a bite shot. I always taste the finished product. Then we eat. Of course. We'll like sit there for an hour just like chatting and like eating everything that we made. <laughs> um, that probably slows down the process. But each video does take uh, from the ideation stage to even like me editing it. It's two hours for sure. It's a lot of work. Yeah. Minus the editing. Right. So... Our audience had a couple questions. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's see. I know. People wanted to know what you thought it was going to be like working with me versus how it actually is. So in my mind, I thought there was you and that there were a couple other people when I first started. Um, I always thought there was a little bit more going on behind the scenes that I wasn't seeing. Yeah. Another thing was... I guess we see your apartment when we're looking at your videos, mm -hmm. but actually being here and working here was a little bit different than I thought it would be. I love that it's just a cozy environment. You feel at home when you're here. It is cozy. Yes. <laughs> I think a lot of people probably had that idea or, I mean, now we've created a bigger team, but over a year ago when we first started working together, I didn't have 
even anything. I think I don't even know if I'd started with my management agency yet. You hadn't yet. I hadn't yet. Mm-mm. Okay. So I really like it was me and it was Ari. Yeah. And we were doing everything ourselves. Which so. is crazy to me because it's so much work to run a page and to keep everything. Yeah current and you think about it it's not just instagram it's not just tiktok you're running all of these different social media pages you're doing everything behind the scenes it's a lot of work yeah Um, so i always thought that it was more than just you and ari and then when i got the role i saw wow they're actually doing a lot of work just the two of them we were and i think a lot of content creators are like that just because at least for me i'm a perfectionist and also stubborn in that i feel like I know how to run my business the best. Mm -hmm. I know I have a vision. I like things done a certain way. So there was almost like a fear of hiring people that like they wouldn't like understand my vision or like the job wouldn't be done as well by someone else. But I would say like in order to grow a business, you have to end up hiring people because you can't do everything yourself and that's okay. And that's something that I've had to really like come to realize and tell myself that like, if I want to grow my business or if anyone wants to grow their business, you have to let people help you because at the end of the day, you can't do everything. Yeah. The job almost becomes too big for you and you outgrow a lot of things. And like I need to, and all content creators, you need to focus on what you do best, which is actual content creation and other things that like don't require you or your face you can hire out. And whenever you're able to do that, I think that's really important. But I feel like working with you and like seeing how great you were and how helpful you are and like that you're such an asset to the team, that kind of got rid of my fear of like expanding and working with other people and like letting people into my business. Yeah. And now you have a whole team that supports you and helps you grow. And it's shown you've grown a lot since we first started together. Did you maybe think that like we worked out of a studio or like you knew it was the apartment. Like what did you think the work environment was going to be like? I knew it was the apartment, but I just thought there were others like me who were coming in, doing different parts, uh, someone posting to Pinterest, someone else running Facebook, and that there were a bunch of pieces to this puzzle. But then I realized it was just you and Ari. That's so funny. I'm like, come on in. It's just me. (laughs) That's so funny. And I feel like also we were talking a little bit about this before, but that like people put content creators, influencers, I want to say maybe on a little bit of a pedestal at the end of the day, like we're just normal people. Like you might see someone with millions of followers, a verified check mark, and like you kind of view them as almost a lot of people like even I don't view myself like this but a lot of people are like oh you're famous now you're a celebrity and I'm like oh my god I'm like so not I don't view myself like that I feel so normal. Yeah, I know you've had people when we were out who were like, "Uh, I don't know if it's okay for me to come up to you and say hi. And in our heads, we're like, of course, we would love that. You want people coming up saying hello to you, getting to know other people in our area. Um, So don't be intimidated. She's just a normal human being, just like us. (laughs) She's just like you and me. She's just like you and me. I know. I almost like feel bad. Like when people message me and they're like, I saw you at this place, but like, I didn't want to bother you. And I'm like, oh my God, like you're... You're never a bother. Like if my, if someone from my audience who like is part of my community and who like follows me and makes my recipes or likes what I post, like, oh my God, I'd be like humbled to hear from them. Like, I'm so honored that like someone would even like, I don't know, that someone would even tell me that they follow along. And I think it's hard when you see that number of like how many people follow you, it's, it's hard to comprehend. So even just meeting like one real life person who like 
follows me or like makes healthy girl kitchen recipes it like it means so much yeah no for sure so if you see her say hello if you see she me doesn't say bite. hi i don't <laughs> yeah i'm pretty nice i promise last thing is do we ever have recipe failures so we don't have recipe failures all the time but no. we've definitely had a couple um it doesn't happen too frequently with us and we do our best to try and take a failure and see what we can turn it into or look at why it failed. We'll do some testing too ahead of time so that way we're not wasting any ingredients or making too big of a mess, but we've had a couple failures here and there. Everything pretty much is though like done on the spot. Like we're not like, like let's say we have an idea for a recipe. It's not like in advance me and you were like testing it to make sure it works. We're like hoping it works the day of mm -hmm. and then like like I think it's almost a waste of time to recipe test because either you're going to recipe test before recipe test during 99% of the time it works out right when you're not baking and you're cooking and it's not a science like it's not it's pretty hard to mess up a salad or a pasta dish or something like that yeah and I think that that's important for you and your page too is you want these recipes to be easy you want people to be able to make them without failure so a lot of your recipes are very intuitive people can follow along with them totally. and that's your goal as well for sure. And I feel like, honestly, like, I don't think a whole recipe will fail. I think it's more just like, like today we made Caesar salad and we didn't hear the crouton timer and we kind of like overcooked them. Right. So not the end yeah. of the world, but no, we still ate them. <laughs> <laughs> the moral of the story, we still ate them. Yeah. That's pretty much how it always goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this has been great. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Talk to you soon.